Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This morning, summer scorcher and intense heat wave sweeps across the nation, sending temperatures soaring. Bushfire emergency, an out-of-control blaze in the Adelaide Hills, hundreds of firefighters on the ground. A shark attack in Lake Macquarie, the marine adventurer saved by his wife and locals with a belt. And an incredible tale, the Queenslander who survived almost three weeks lost in rough bushland. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Millions of Australians are on high alert as an intense heat band stretches from Adelaide to Sydney. A hot air mass that was sitting over Western Australia is slowly moving across the nation's southeast. Adelaide is expected to top 32 degrees today after recording a blistering 42.7 yesterday. A cool change will sweep across Melbourne this afternoon, but not before temperatures climb to 39. Sydney will see 32 degrees in the CBD, but will nudge 40 in the west. The extreme heat has triggered fire bans across all three states. There is potential for very, very significant and devastating forest fires or bushfires. A fire front that may only be, say, 500 metres wide, as soon as that wind change comes through, could be 5, 6, 10 kilometres long. It's also prompted renewed calls to keep safe around water following a spike in drownings. Water bombing aircraft have been brought in to help tackle an out-of-control blaze threatening lives and homes in the Adelaide Hills. The Cherry Gardens fire is currently at watch and act level, but there are warnings conditions could worsen with rising temperatures and a wind change. At least 300 firefighters worked through the night attempting to contain the fire. The message for those in the area is to leave now if it's safe. A man has been arrested after speeding away from a nearby blaze. Police are investigating possible links between the fires. A man is recovering in hospital after losing his arm in a shark attack north of Sydney. Rick Burberry was bitten on the elbow at Lake Macquarie. Paramedics say he could have bled to death if it wasn't for the quick thinking of his wife and other witnesses. As I entered the water, heard the cries out saying shark. I was yelling out as a dragging to bystanders to someone get me a belt and I made a makeshift tourniquet out of a belt. Sharks are often spotted around Lake Macquarie but authorities don't yet know which species attacked. Western Australia has relaxed its hard border with Queensland and New South Wales overnight. Both eastern states are deemed low risk, meaning travellers will no longer need an exemption, but they will still need to get tested and self-isolate for 14 days. New South Wales has marked one week of no new community transmission. Premier Mark McGowan says he'll only consider quarantine-free travel when that number is closer to 28. 
A decision on whether Queensland will reopen to Greater Sydney is expected this week. Residents from 36 local government areas have been barred from the Sunshine State since December 21, when COVID was rapidly spreading on the northern beaches. The Premier is being urged to bring forward a decision on reopening the border over fears of economic damage. Questions are being raised over why Australia's High Commissioner to the UK abandoned his post while thousands of Australians remain stranded in Britain. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Olivia. George Brandis has been holidaying back in Australia. Yes, on Queensland's Sunshine Coast, Seven News has revealed that the former Attorney General left London in November last year at the peak of the COVID crisis to return home, despite thousands of Australians being stranded in the UK, many trying to contact the High Commission in London for help. It's been manned by consular staff, not the High Commissioner himself. A spokesperson for George Brandis says he did return to Australia for a program of meetings, briefings and business engagements in Canberra, Sydney and Brisbane before taking annual leave at home in Queensland and then returning to the UK. But Shadow Foreign Minister Penny Wong has questioned the timing. There are 38,000 Australians stranded overseas. They need their government's help. But instead, Scott Morrison's mate George is sunning himself on the beach for a couple of months. Now, across the UK, the Pfizer vaccine is still being rolled out. The company, though, facing mass supply issues across Europe and North America as it ramps up production this week. Though the Treasurer has reassured Australians we are still on track to start receiving it if it is approved by the regulator here from mid-next month. Jodie. OK, Olivia, thank you. Police in Queensland are investigating the COVID safety plan of an island music festival after an out-of-control fight broke out. Officers were forced to use capsicum spray to break up a violent crowd at the Gold Coast Vibes Festival. While one of the partygoers boarded a ferry and accidentally reversed it into a pontoon. At this stage, nobody has been charged. The NRL Integrity Unit is investigating claims a high-profile player and a former player were involved in a street brawl in Sydney South on Friday night. Video of the scuffle has surfaced, showing around eight people arguing in a laneway before punches were thrown. The fight lasted only a few moments before the two groups separated. No action has been taken at this stage. There's been an incredible story of survival in Queensland. A man missing since January the 6th has been found alive, surviving in bushland by drinking dam water and eating mushrooms. Barefoot and buggered, Robert Webber is found alive. He was supposed to come back on the Friday of the lockdown and he didn't come back. I was really worried, really, really worried. Missing for almost three weeks, surviving on dam water and mushrooms. Gympie MP Tony Perrette discovered him on his property in Kilkeven, 50 kilometres west of Gympie. Stepson Jack McLaughlin says he's tough. Yeah, I was pretty surprised by that, but at the same time, I've seen him eat mushrooms around here, so like he knows what ones are like safe to eat and stuff. 18 days in the, in the bush is definitely a bit of a survivor. The 58-year-old was reported missing on the 6th of January. He was last seen at the Kilkeven Hotel when he and his dog left in a white Ford Falcon sedan. Police say he stayed at his car for three days until he ran out of water. His vehicle was found bogged on Mudlow Road at Tansy on the 17th. His companion Nessie, still missing. Isabel Mullen, 7 News.
One of the world's most wanted drug kingpins has been brought down by Australian police. AFP officers swooped on Sue Lee Chop, dragging him off a plane in the Netherlands, ending a two-year global manhunt. He's allegedly responsible for the majority of narcotics entering our country, accused of importing billions of dollars worth of methamphetamine and heroin. The Chinese-born Canadian has been compared to Latin American drug lords El Chapo and Pablo Escobar. He's now facing extradition to Australia to face trial. The ABC is coming under fire after publishing a story on its website using the terms Invasion Day and Australia Day interchangeably. The national broadcaster is defending its decision. Advice given to ABC program teams was that two dictionaries list Survival Day and Invasion Day as roughly synonymous with Australia Day. Hundreds of thousands of Australian students are just a few days away from taking the big step into high school. The milestone can come with mixed feelings, including a few fears, but now there's a new tool to help cope with the change. Getting ready for high school. For Ava, there's excitement. There's a lot more independence given to you and we get to do a lot more like fun things. And just a few nerves. We're going to be small little people again. This year around 300,000 students are stepping up to year seven. It's changes and challenges dealing with timetables, um, navigating their way around a much bigger campus, for instance, sometimes changing schools. Youth Mental Health Service reach out, offering advice for students. Looking after yourself will help you feel great, build self-confidence and share positive vibes at school. And now a new way for teachers to connect with their class, an online survey student snapshot to find out their interests and worries. For example, if a year group is experiencing uh, study stress or um, they're concerned about making friends. Things that may not be coming up at home. The teacher spends so much time with your daughter um, that in some ways you're putting faith in their ability to be able to um, pick up early any issues. Reach Out says hundreds of teachers have already signed up to use the online survey and once they know more about what's on students' minds, their concerns and issues, the program also comes with ideas for classroom activities that could help. But for Ava and her friends, there's one problem they can't help with. Some of them just don't want the holidays to end. <laughs> Paul Kadak, 7 News. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones finished the week's trading on a negative note. The Nasdaq rose slightly. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,855 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 52 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.17 US cents, 80 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. A Canberra doctor will hand back her Order of Australia medal in protest against Margaret Court. It's been revealed the tennis great, known for her conservative views, will receive an Australia Day honour. Now a renowned GP and transgender woman is taking a stand, saying the move promotes discrimination. The message that the committee will be getting is that it's OK for someone to actually make um, hurtful and derogatory remarks you know, because it actually wins you an award. Despite fierce backlash, court is still set to receive our nation's highest honour on Tuesday. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has taken aim at the tech giants after Google threatened to pull its search engine from Australia. It follows the government's proposed media bargaining code, which will see companies like Facebook pay for access to Australian news content. Now it seems they're against paying for any clicks uh, on search. Uh, they keep changing the goalposts. It's inevitable that the digital giants will be paying for original content. Prime Minister Morrison says he won't respond to threats from Google. Rescuers in China have pulled 11 gold miners to safety two weeks after the mine collapsed, trapping them 600 metres below ground. Efforts have been underway to reach them since an underground explosion on January 10. Crews are now racing to find the other 10 miners, believed to be trapped in a separate section. New Zealand has recorded its first COVID community case in two months. A 56-year-old woman tested positive after being released from isolation following two negative tests. Health authorities have said she arrived from Europe and since finishing mandatory quarantine has travelled to as many as 30 locations. They're now racing to retrace her steps. U.S. President Joe Biden has issued a dire warning to Americans. The pandemic across the country will get worse. Let's go live now to U.S. correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. The vaccine rollout is still no match for America's spiralling health crisis. No, in fact, it's an incredibly bleak picture that Joe Biden is now painting on top of that snail pace rollout of the vaccine here in the United States. The new president is now saying America's dire COVID-19 situation is set to spike. His administration now expecting the death toll to rise from 400,000 to more than 600,000. And he's saying there's little he can do to reverse that trend. The president has vowed to ramp up the Trump administration's vaccine rollout. Supply is there, but look, at the rollout that is incredibly slow. Biden now looking to prevention to avoid more deaths in the immediate term. Masks, not vaccinations, are the single best defense that we have against COVID-19. By wearing masks from now until April, we will save more than 50 
thousand lives. Now, as for the former president, a trial date has now been set for Donald Trump's uh, second Senate impeachment trial. It will begin next month. And in the sign of just how isolated Donald Trump has become down in Florida, reports this morning there's been something of an exodus from his Mar-a-Lago resort. Once loyal club members now are quitting in droves, no longer wanting an association with the twice impeached one-term president, Jody. OK, David, thank you. A quick check of sport now. The Hobart Hurricanes have held on to beat the Sydney Sixers by seven runs and keep their chances of playing finals alive. A record-breaking partnership of 148 between Matthew Wade and Darcy Short set the pace. Short notching up his 18th half century from 56 matches. Look at that. All the way, 50 up for Darcy Short. The Sixers needed 15 runs off the final four balls, but only managed eight. Brownlow medalist Dustin Martin could be lured into boxing with Australian middleweight fighter Michael Zarafa saying he'd be happy to take him on. The AFL has defended accusations the league breached its own protocols. Richmond's Dylan Grimes said he and his teammates were exposed to homeless people at their hotel during their Round 11 clash against Port Adelaide last year. The Perth Wildcats have shown why they're the reigning champs, shaking off two weeks quarantine to beat Melbourne Phoenix in their first game of the season. League MVP Bryce Cotton flew back into form, shooting 27 points, including four from beyond the arc. Cotton, top of the key. We pick up from where we left off last season. A massive fourth quarter steeled the Wildcats' win 88-76. to UFC superstar Conor McGregor has blamed inactivity for his defeat against Dustin Poirier in Abu Dhabi. Poirier peppered the 32-year-old Irishman with leg kicks before knocking him out in the second round. I have to dust it off and come back and that's it and that's what I will do. It was McGregor's first of seven fights he has planned for the next 18 months. Snowboarding world number one Scotty James returned from a long layoff with a silver medal, tuning up for next week's X Games. I got some uh, fire under my feet. I'm ready, I'm fired up, and I'll bounce back next week. Laura Peel kept her aerial skiing World Cup lead with silver in Moscow. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, there's heavy cloud and thunderstorms lingering over the northern tropics. A tropical low is bringing rain and storms to the central interior while directing very hot, dry, gusty winds to the south and southeast. That's responsible for the extreme heat we're seeing in those areas. Around the capitals today, a shower or two for Brisbane, 29 the top. Mostly sunny in Sydney, heading for 32 degrees. Sunny in the nation's capital, hitting 37 today. 39 in Melbourne, with cloud increasing. 32 in showers for both Hobart and Adelaide today. Mostly sunny, a more mild 26 in Perth. Darwin, a possible thunderstorm, a top of 30 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 25th of January, 2021.